Hey, and welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this is a bi-weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both former zookeepers, and every two weeks or so, we pick an animal, we discuss it, we learn a little bit more about it. Mm-hmm. As always, nothing reflects any past, present, or future organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. Mm-hmm. So with that, Flora, let's get grimy. Okay. What's going on? Why not? With you. <laughs> well, I do want to preface the fact <laughs> yeah. that... While we are recording, my neighbor is getting a new roof. Oh, very good. So That's such good timing. If you hear anything, <laughs> like a fart, it wasn't me farting. It was my neighbor <laughs> getting a new roof. If you hear anything, keep it to yourself. <laughs> it was my neighbor. Um, oh, my God. But talk about a jump scare. I have a – I'm on the second floor of my mm, condemned building I live in, and <laughs> – there's a window at the, at the top of my stairs, and that is, like, kind of catty corner-ish to my bathroom. Okay. And so when I'm le- exiting the bathroom, I can see out this window mm-hmm. directly onto my neighbor's roof, <laughs> which <laughs> oh, is never no. a problem as I'm coming sure. in and out of the bathroom naked. Because Not a lot of people Why there. would there be anyone on the roof? <laughs> sure. Why would there be anyone up there? And then today, there was a multiple men up there, and no. I said- Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Had to shut that window. So a little bit less sunny in my home this morning. <laughs> but God, if that wasn't just probably the worst thing that could happen. Add, <sighs> add your neighbor's roof across the way from your open window to your bathroom as another location men should not be allowed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good God. So they should put a little sign up first. Put a little sign on their roof. Be like, uh, "Men arriving tomorrow. Men at work <laughs> up here. Men incoming." <laughs> that way you know. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's spooky. Yeah. So that's going on. I'm recently addicted to the thin Oreos. Oh, just the plain flavor, right? Just well, the-, the plain and the mint because the mint, the mint. Those are thin mint dupes. Dupe. Which is like the new thing to say. Yeah, and so cringe. They're, they're, just, they're just delicious. There's nothing more to add to that, but they're just very good. And I'm thinking about them right now. I can hear you salivating. Or is that your my neighbor? Mouth is just very <laughs> salivating. <laughs> That's my neighbor's roofer. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, do you dip them in milk or do you just eat them dry? Oh, I just eat them dry. But I just have a glass of milk ready. Oh, for like the after. Yeah. For the chaser. But I'm not a dipper. Not a dipper. Okay. It's like a splash zone. I don't feel safe. I don't know. <laughs> Dipping? Yeah. I don't feel safe. <laughs> but other than that, I am just chugging along. It, mm-hmm. Life continues and it still is trending downward. But <laughs> life finds a way. I did Even see. Even if it's in a bad way. I do want to just go ahead and give a little review on the movie Skinnerink. If anyone saw that, don't because it's not good. Oh, not good in, like, a spooky way or not good in, like, a a film way, like, a film critic way? Right. Which one? Like, both. If you – okay, I will say if you have a thing for – you know, like, in a room and there's, like, the corner of the room where, like, the two walls and the ceiling come together? It's just, like, a corner. Mm. If you've ever thought – I'm aware. (laughs) Whoa. I wish I could look at that for 100 minutes straight. Mm. Then, Skinner Rink has been created specifically for you. 
Oh, very niche. Okay. A hundred minutes of just the looking at a corner corner of a room. Huh. Uh, is there a plot? No plot, just vibes? Well, I know the plot because I read it, not because I understood it from the film. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, we gotta consult the wiki. But the plot is that a children wake up in a home and all the doors and windows are gone, which is not true. There are plenty of doors and windows, but I guess it's the exterior doors and windows which are gone. You wouldn't know that because the only thing that delivers that message to you is a shot of a window and then it goes really loud and then the window disappears and then it makes that same horrible noise I just made again and then the window comes back and then it like does it again and it goes away. So if that's what that meant, then I guess so. Also, the only dialogue, there's probably maybe a page and a half of dialogue the entire time and half of it. I don't understand this at all. Half of it is captioned because you cannot fucking understand it. The other mm. half that you also cannot understand is not captioned. So maybe that oh. other half of the six minutes of dialogue that I missed was super fucking important. It was pure exposition. But it's just a child <laughs> in a house being like, where's mommy and daddy? Ah. That was and then the a voice thing. being like, kill yourself. And then everyone's like, this is the scariest movie I've ever seen. Hmm. I tell people to kill themselves every fucking day. Am I scary? Yeah. No. Well, maybe if you're in a corner. Mm. Maybe that's what's missing. You know, filmmakers are getting pretty big for their britches these days. <laughs> that seems like a real dumb movie. <laughs> and I just think that they need to be held accountable. He had one idea and really ran made it 100 it, huh? minutes long, which was, mm. in my opinion, a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a jump scare. Nothing scarier than your window blinking in and out of existence. <laughs> I've never been more afraid in my life. You know what? You could have used that this morning when you stepped out of your shower all in the nude. I could use no windows and doors and maybe a little voice telling me to kill myself and also a small child in here whispering. That would have solved a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> my life would have been better. <laughs> um. Okay, well... You know, I've been plaguing you, asking if you're going to watch it, because I keep getting TikToks for it. And as we all know, Fauna loves to torture herself. If and... you've watched the trailer, the trailer is scary. Oh, Because okay. the trailer actually has dialogue in it. And people. And then you oh. watch the movie, which is just the corner of the room, mm-hmm. and no more dialogue other than what you already heard. Actually, actually, the dialogue from the trailer is not in the movie. Cut that. I guess they needed... <laughs> They needed to make sure they only had six lines, and that one didn't make the cut. Sorry. Deleted scene. Sorry. What the fuck? I'm more talking about it, more mad. I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, Here's a question. As far as no dialogue uh, parts of movies go, who did it better, Skinamarink or (laughs) Wally? Oh, my God. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. I'm sorry, Skinamarink doesn't live up to the Wally test. Bye. Bye, flop. <laughs> I can agree with that. I gave it a half star on Letterboxd. You gotta follow me on Letterboxd. Half star Actually, out of five. Actually, you can't, because my name's on it. Half star out of five. I realized recently you can give halves. I didn't know that. I put all my movies I hated at one. Now I have to go back and drop them all down another half. <laughs> <laughs> Humble yourselves. Uh, yeah, never mind. None of you can get my Letterbox, so die. <laughs> Kill yourself. If you're standing in a corner <laughs> and there are no windows. And there's no windows or doors. <laughs> um, Fauna, have you, I don't know, 
heard voices in your home at night under your bed lately? <laughs> or in the corner anything? of my bedroom? Anything uh, related to Skimmering? I don't think so, but there's always mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. You know, the day's not done. So we'll see. I'll let you know. I'll keep you all posted. Um, in my life, what's uh, a real poopy pants shit? But ass liquor co-worker Whoa. of mine oh fired can you believe it holy i know there shit. is a shining light in the universe beaming down basking <gasps> in its glow i'm sitting here it was the best news of my entire month i literally did the worm after i heard it i was just like yes hold this dick accountable ah! oh my best god news. so it really is if- the best feeling it's so nice when someone else recognizes that someone's being a little shit buck and there are consequences to their actions. Mm-hmm. So that was great. I know that if anyone because, out there needs uh, like a boost to your day, just imagine that your shitty coworker got fired. God. I'll but it's such the, the worst feeling when the shitty coworker doesn't. Right? When people just make excuses for their horrible mm. behavior and they just get away with it forever. That's actually yeah. probably like the worst feeling of all time. But when it there are consequences is. for their inability to do work. Yes. Wowie, does that feel super good? I know. I just love when people get what's coming to them. So that was very fun. That was a positive on my end. There's something and about like working from home too that's like, I mean, can you even at least put in like a little bit of effort? Like it's already really mm. nice. Yes. And flexible. And right. you can take a lot of liberties. So why yes. would you take it further by not doing anything? Yeah. It's Could like, you at least um, pretend? And I think, like, people are, like, generally pretty understanding. So you can really kind of do the least amount and You're still be fine. giving us a bad name <laughs> to all the execs that are like, quiet quitting. They're quietly quitting. No, that guy's just fucking a moron. He's actually just a moron. He would be a moron in person quiet if you quitting. met him also. That has nothing to do with remote work. Please do not think badly of remote work. That person I, is the worst person. If I saw person. him... In real life, he would be jumping repeatedly in a corner, facing the wall. He facing wouldn't be able wall. to get out of that corner. Yeah. Talking to the voices ears <laughs> under his bed. Yes. Absolutely. And the other thing is, like you said, like working from home, like I'm in a great mood, right? I We have talked a lot about our jobs on this show, this podcast. Mm-hmm. And mentally, emotionally, I'm in a great space. And so it's going to take a lot to actually annoy the fuck out of me when I'm sitting comfy in my own home. <laughs> so mm. you really have to go the extra mile to just be a little piece of shit. Um, so I'm very glad that he is now kicked to the curb. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he rots. <laughs> and that's all I have to say on that. We had a horrible we had a horrible message sent to us the other day. I don't even think we responded to it. Mm. I think it was on Instagram. And they were like, hey, I just started listening to the podcast. It is so good. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. and it has really inspired me to become a zookeeper. But I'm still listening to the beginning. Like, I wonder where you guys are at now. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I was like, only. I can't even spoil this for you. You're going to have to go on this journey yourself. It is a full-blown journey. Whoo! How much time you have? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't, Yeah, I don't even want to see anything. Just be like, well, wink. Let us know what you think. Wink, wink, <laughs> wink, wink, wink. <laughs> or the skull emoji. Um dead <laughs> let us know what happens good luck good luck bye uh so we do have some exciting crime gang news this is my favorite type of news apart from shitty co-workers being fired it, you know what it goes number one shitty co-workers be no actually number one flora text me <laughs> number two shitty co-workers are being fired mm-hmm. number three we get new crime game patrons that's it top three 
And that's what happened this week, in fact. Best week of my life. So <laughs> we're going to do some word association uh, with our three new Grime Gang patrons for their shoutouts on the show. So Flora, hmm, mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. see. What do you think? <laughs> Ew, this is disgusting. What do you think in the Microsoft Office suite, <laughs> the hellscape God. in which we operate? Um, what do you think the program of choice is for each of these three patrons? <laughs> and please give your reasoning. Thank oh, you. Oh, fuck. Okay. I know. So we're going to start off with Sergio. Oh, Sergio. I know who that is. Um, Sergio, I'm going to say is Excel because Sergio is mm. my sugar daddy. I don't know if oh. you guys know this. Oh. I got me a you sugar. Gotta keep track of them numbers. <laughs> so he needs to have his spreadsheet up. He's got some formulas. How much <laughs> play? How much he's gonna treat Flora this week? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. And then we have who? Uh Samantha is up next. Samantha. Samantha, honestly. You are probably presenting a PowerPoint presentation about... Oh, shit. Okay. About how you are applying to be Flora Sugar Mama. Um, <laughs> and you're you're giving me a sugar. presentation on why I <laughs> sugar should parent. choose you. <laughs> I'd um, like to apply to be a sugar parent. <laughs> so thank you for that, Samantha. <laughs> okay, six. Um, they probably use like a star wipe and um, another... All the effects. Very cool, like word art. Yes. All the effects. I can't wait to see that presentation. Thank you, Samantha. Uh, third up, Lauren. What's Lauren doing in Microsoft Suite? <laughs> Lauren. Lauren is writing a cover letter in a Word document, Microsoft Word oh, document, fuck. to apply to be my third sugar parent. <laughs> and oh, no. There in is this a cover sugar letter. thruple. <laughs> so you have to have, you have to show me your bank statement, your recent bank statement. You have to okay. present a PowerPoint presentation, and there is a cover letter after you fill out the 100 questionnaire application. Yeah, right. So everybody is working on various stages. Sergio's in, though. Group project. In. Right, right. So Samantha and Lauren, you know, you're under consideration. Don't fuck it up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> They're looking to complete the sacred throuple. Um, yes. the, the holy trinity of the sugar parent to Flora. You know what? I do think Lauren is probably struggling the fuck with the auto formatting that Word does when you try to do a bullet and then do another bullet and it just like fucks your entire fucking <laughs> cover letter. Just everything. So horrible. Thoughts and prayers are with you, Lauren, as you're working on that. She's <laughs> Good <MPs>. luck. <laughs> Alrighty. So this week, um, just like with all weeks, every week of <laughs> my godforsaken existence, um, we ask our patrons, we reach out to them and we say, hey, patrons. What the fuck do you want us to talk about this week? What do you want to learn about? What are you thinking about? And mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Morgan's suggestion of the Arctic Fox. One, because it's cute. That's it. <laughs> Those are my reasons. So you can deal with it. Thank you, Morgan, for suggesting the Arctic Fox. Now, there's a bit of history on this podcast with foxes. And I do think that every fox that we've... Uh, discussed has been at my bequest <laughs> so maybe that's a troubling interest trend yeah interesting it's a little mm. interesting if you think about it but we're gonna we're not we're gonna uh forge ahead so the arctic fox is the arctic uh, fox i don't think i heard you say that earlier because i was disassociating looking at these roofers because they can see me <laughs> um stop <laughs> looking at men stop it stop There's it several of them they'll steal your soul <laughs> probably it's really windy i'm actually concerned for their safety but they have those very grippy <laughs> it's very windy 
What if you see a man get blown off a roof while we're recording? It wouldn't be the craziest thing that I would ever have seen, for sure. That's true. I was just talking <laughs> to someone yesterday about how I saw that man die, and they were like, I've oh, right. never heard this story. And I was like, I think I talk about it all the time. Yeah, you know what? I've heard the story at least four times at this point. That's like my stand-by-me story. Like, it's I saw a, one. a man die. <laughs> <laughs> and it changed me. And I thought to myself, wow, why doesn't this happen more often to men? And then from there, you know, we bloomed into what we, we snowballed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it all makes sense. That's the backstory. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think, why not? I think it really shaped you. So I think if you saw a man get blown off a roof, it would mm-hmm. probably shape you mm-hmm. even more mm-hmm. <laughs> into the heinous form that you are. I do forget that people, that probably the majority of people haven't seen someone die. I, I can't even remember what it was. There was something on the internet the other day where people were like, this was the most horrific thing I've ever seen. It was seen. that footballer. It, it was that. Oh that my God. You're exactly yeah. right. You're exactly right. It was that horrible. man got tackled that football and, mm-hmm. you know, he died right on the field and they resuscitated him and yeah, he's alive now. Mm-hmm. But everyone was saying it was the most horrific, all of Twitter, this is the most horrific thing I've ever seen. I've never seen something more horrific. It was just a man falling down. <laughs> there are truly, I could name several more horrific things that you can see. But it was just okay. shocking to me that people okay. that was so. <laughs> okay. But we also do not need so the flora list of more horrific things. Because you are and the most horrific person. It was just shocking to person. me <laughs> that some people have gone through their lives and not right. experienced something as horrible. Like that to me was just mm-hmm. very strange. I right. mean, like, where, hello, where were you at 9-11? That was live-streamed into the back of my eyeballs. I saw very horrible things. Yeah, that's true. That people was, were just um, like, that man getting tackled? World's worst thing. Uh, uh-uh. Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't Not, know. I mean, like, but, like, good for them that that's their only one thing. I feel yeah. Oh, I'm f- totally. I'm yeah, not we're not playing, trying like, to. Who's had <laughs> yeah, worst like trauma. <laughs> world's worst trauma. Who that had was the just worst trauma. Interesting to me that some people can go through mm-hmm. like lucky. It's good. It is something to be desired. They're Let us hope you never see humans. Yeah. Let us hope you never see something traumatic. That's the nicest thing I could wish on anyone. Yeah. Um. Anyways. So back to this fox. <laughs> cute fox anyway but the sexy animal <laughs> looking at back. <laughs> back to what we're talking about here um if you're looking at this thing the opposite of trauma if you look at its face i feel like that's a serotonin boost i'm here it's so cute it's got the like most boopable little looking nose those ears tiny adorable face like come on the ears come on. are unreal they're so rounded they're little it's like a little treat She's just a little lady. Look at her. She's little. I look at her. Love. I love looking at her. So if you're having a bad day, uh, maybe look at an Arctic fox. They're very cute. Scientific classification: Kingdom Animalia, Phylum Chordata, Class Mammalia, Order Carnivora, Family Canidae. She's a little dog, kind of. She's sort of a little dog. Genus Vulpes. Species Vulpes legapus. Uh, 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 uh. Vulpus. <laughs> Vulva. Lagopus. <laughs> Just kidding. Vulpus. I'm going to get on a list somewhere if I'm not already. That's going to happen. So Arctic fox is known as the white fox, the polar fox, the snow fox. All those check out, right? That's a, it's pretty, that explains it. It describes it pretty well. Um, they're native to the Arctic regions of the Northern Hemisphere. And you can kind of find them in that like tundra zone. So anywhere there's like an Arctic tundra, you might see, you might see this Arctic fox. That's kind of its. Or region. will you not see? 
its own camouflage that's true i can't see anything um even with my glasses on so i probably wouldn't even see this guy <laughs> you would absolutely right in. <laughs> never see no i would be eaten immediately gone survival of the fittest <laughs> uh death of the unfittest would be the title of my memoir <laughs> thank you <laughs> Um, so the Arctic fox does actually super well living in this tundra because it has a number of different adaptations. And as you already mentioned, Flora, that camouflage is chef's kiss. So perfect. Um, depending on the different seasons, they will have different coats. So the one that you're looking at probably right now, if you Googled it, is the white coat. It's very fluffy, very luxurious, very cute. Um, and that's going to help them during the colder months. When most of the ground is covered in snow and ice, they blend right the fuck in. During the warmer months, they're going to have a much lighter coat. So it's not going to be quite as fluffy. Uh, it's going to be more of like a gray or brown color. And if they live actually closer to the coast, it's going to be more of like a blue gray color because it blends in more with like the ocean rocks and stuff. Isn't that so fun? I love I love I an love. ocean rock. <laughs> I love how it blends in with the ocean rocks. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> ocean rocks. Just the rocks in the ocean. If you've never seen an Arctic fox before, again, please look it up. It's very, very cute. But it looks like a normal fox. We've covered foxes before. Please don't let me get into this again. I'll get too heated. Uh, it's just smaller. She's just a little bit smaller. There, um, you know how... I feel like, but I feel like the people that aren't in the Discord don't even know. But there was actually like a... <laughs> there's actually a problem. A, a historical <laughs> event. There was a historical <laughs> event that took place uh, where people were just like... I'm never giving you any of my money ever again. And like stormed off and took their mom with them. Correct. Because I was talking their about. Their mom was our patron <laughs> and they made their mom cancel. Why are you bringing yeah. your mother into this? <laughs> oh my God. Because I wouldn't stop talking about how sexy Robin Hood is. <laughs> the fox Robin Hood. The fox from Disney Robin Hood. I should specify. <laughs> I got us into a little bit of hot water there. I don't apologize for it. I, live, I don't take anything no back. I'm not taking any responsibility either. Um, but this little fox is, like I said, a little bit smaller than a regular one. Uh, the head and body length is about 18 to 26 inches. And the tail can be up to about 14 inches. So she's compact, but she's also not teeny tiny. Weight is anywhere from 6.5 to 17 pounds. Um, so basically like Mulder. This thing is Mulder size. All right. That's... I I can visualize that. With the tail and everything? I mean, he has not that far off. No. I wonder if his little <laughs> kitty harness and little cat hiking backpack, <laughs> will the fox fit into that? <laughs> Arctic fox approved. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know our favorite shadow man from Wikipedia? I'll never forget him. Yeah. Um, well, he's not on Wikipedia, but I did find him on another website. If you go to the National Geographic article about Arctic foxes, he's there. And so you can see the size relative to a six-foot man, and he's like looming over the fox it's so unnecessary actually um he's kind of just standing there like an asshole i sent it to you so fuck that guy oh good i'm um, looking for it and i can't find it and i hope the fox kills him <laughs> oh my god whoa uh, what is the stance he's like seeming like a pokemon trainer <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what he is i just think there was a bit of a i don't know i got like a scummy vibe off of him he's kind of just looming right it does look like he's about to dance battle him He's about to do that backwards kick. There's a kick. battle. There's a battle afoot. <laughs> We've stumbled into a Pokemon battle. <laughs> okay, so I've already mentioned it lives in the Arctic, uh, re several Arctic regions. So you can kind of find it 
in several places. But it's cold there, right? If there's one thing we know about it, it's cold. For the most part, it's snowy and icy. But it's also fucking cold. <laughs> so um, the Arctic Fox has to be able to put up with that cold-ass weather. And it has a lot of really great adaptations to do that. Number one, that white coat. It's so fluffy. So it keeps fluffy. them nice and toasty. And it looks so soft, doesn't it? It just looks like... Mm-hmm. I totally <sighs> get... I mean, we like skin these things, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Don't we? We do. Why wouldn't don't, we? Look yeah. at it. I don't want to skip ahead. <laughs> oh, look at it. First thing I think when I look at this thing is we should skin it. I would it. wear that. <laughs> <laughs> I would love I to wear that. I wouldn't, but I'm just saying. I know. But you get why it happens. I right? totally get. When Before we realized, apparently, that animals had feelings and had worth, <laughs> which apparently was like a couple years ago. Right. Um, Still I totally happening. get it. <laughs> I get why they thought that. I don't agree with it, but I do get it. <laughs> I see so, where they were coming from. Yes. Um, so that coat is going to help them in a major way. Um, not only the coat, but the tail as well. So when they curl up, they curl up into that little ball, you know, that little cinnamon roll. They will tuck their tail over their legs. So they'll oh. pop their little peats under there. Oh. And then they'll tuck their head under their body and then like cover that all with the tail. So that helps insulate them, keeps them nice and warm, and it gives them the smallest surface area to volume ratio. So it protects them in those like lesser insulated areas. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And this is great because oftentimes they have to go through like a temperature difference of like 100 degrees Celsius or like 180 degrees Fahrenheit. Between Ah! their body and the outside temperature. There's a 180 degree difference? It can get up to that, yeah. When it's super fucking cold? Yeah. No. (laughs) Yes! Don't do The Arctic? Don't. Don't do it. The Arctic is not for everybody. That's why you gotta have this beautiful coat on. So anyways, it sleeps like that. It helps a lot. The coat helps. Super, super great. Um, it's also really dense fur, so it's going to help them with the, like, wind, which is fucking windy. We all know that. Um, that's going to help out quite a bit. But then they're also known to spend a good deal of their time underground in dens and different burrows and things like that. One thing that I think is just, like, adorable. I love learning about foxes. We all know this. This is a fun and mainstay at this point. We know. We know. Uh, but one of the things is that the dens can be, like, a generational thing. So, obviously, they're not going to, like, dig a new burrow every fucking time they need a house, right? That's it's bad business. <laughs> That's a bad business practice. So, what they're going to do instead is, obviously, reuse familial dens. But this can happen for, like, up to 300 years. They're just out here, like, sending down their generational wealth. And they're just inheriting these homes. I love that. (gasps) Nepotism. (laughs) The Arctic fox. The world's first nepotism baby. Nepotism. (laughs) So, yeah, they'll just use these little family dens. And they'll just spend a good bit of time in there. It keeps them warm. How the fuck do we know that? Someone put... No. Uh, <laughs> someone, someone carbon dated a den. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was like, they, I know. <laughs> this was her great-grandmother's den. <laughs> someone put a 300-year hourglass inside of a den. Yeah. they came back and checked it 300 years later. And they're like, whoa, look at that. The fox told old. them. It came out wearing a silky, <laughs> sexy dress and was like, did you know that this was my great-grandmother's house? <laughs> A little leg emerges first. <laughs> it's like, da, 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 da. <laughs> this den is 300 years old. <laughs> wow. I would be shook. 
Arctic fox burlesque? Say less. Say less. So while Arctic foxes do not hibernate, they can actually reduce their basal metabolic rate. So it's going to help preserve their fat stores um, and it helps keep them toasty if there's not a lot of food around or if it's really fucking cold and they got (laughs) to hunker down for a little bit. So that's handy. And then obviously to like build up with that in the autumn or uh, times where there is plentiful food, they will gobble the fuck up so that they have that fat um, and be of an increased body weight so they can do that reduction if need be. It's handy. It's Mm -hmm. cool. We love it. We love to see it. They do have a few other adaptations, which are very interesting, uh, especially if you're going to be traveling to a colder climate. So anyone out there right now planning a winter trip, if you're planning your ski trip, listen up. Cordova. Uh, <laughs> if you're heading to the Cordova Ice Worm Festival, um, make sure to update your checklist with the following information. One, get a very cool, sexy white coat. Um, two, inherit your great-great-great-grandmother's <laughs> den. Um, three... Make sure that you've got some really toasty boots on. So they've got these like really <gasps> nice fur. tufty feet that are just like so fucking furry. And Apple bottom jeans. <laughs> they've got the fucking Uggs. And they <laughs> also have a very cool weird thing that they do where they can specifically and consciously change the blood flow that goes to their legs. So they'll do like a vasodilation thing. And change the amount of blood flow that goes to their legs and keeps them pumping, keeps them warm. What? Sorry? Imagine if I just like was like, I'm going to send more blood to my legs now. What if I just took all the blood out? It'd fall well, off. You, you, uh, yeah. I mean, I think if it swings one way, I'll swing the other, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've decided I'm moving all the blood from my legs. No one can stop me. <laughs> Goodbye. God, I wonder <laughs> if they get that. Because isn't that the feeling... That's why, like, a, a limb goes to sleep, right? Is you've limited the blood yes. flow to it, and then you get the, eh, the like, static. The pins and needles. Yes. Ugh. I wonder if they uh, Maybe. If they took it all away, put it back. Right. Just to well, feel and they- something. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, well, I meant, what do you think the opposite would be? You're just, your just leg is, like, pulsing. it up. <laughs> Ew. It's like a blood sack. Ew. Yuck. Anyways, I'm moving Yuck. on. Yuck. Um, And then Wait. just... Yes. Have you ever owned a pair of Uggs? <laughs> no, I owned a knockoff bear paw. Oh. Did you? No. Really? I thought you might have because you're a little did I seem, baby. <laughs> did I seem like the type? To go you do not seem like the type. Boots? You do not no. seem like the type, but you did go to a liberal arts college that cost a lot of money. So I would just expect that, <laughs> that we had you Uggs were like there? rolling we in were, the dough. No, yeah. because it was the type where we were barefoot in the woods doing like fucking every um. drug instead. That was the type. That, it was okay. very Ooh. liberal. Okay. <laughs> a, a little bit different. A little we were, more granola. We were picking up dead raccoons and taxidermying them. It was very <laughs> okay. liberal. So maybe, maybe a little less granola than a little more just unhinged. Um, that's the future the liberals want. You know, I hate that honest. you bring that up because my mom brings it up all the time. She's like, why did you go to that college to become a fucking zookeeper? You waste of space. You trash. Whoa, that's actually really horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that what they say at the beginning of Skin of a Rink in the corner? <laughs> yeah. Listen up. You wasted your degree. <laughs> Listen up. You got a liberal arts degree. It's not my hey. fault. I mean, it got it you is, where you but... are now. It got you where you are now. And in this ditch. I live in a slumlord's house. You live next to those roofers. <laughs> now. <laughs> my roof leaks. Can they come over here? <laughs> yeah, right. Put up a sign. Come to my roof next. Minute work? <laughs> I'll put it on my roof. Minute work? <laughs> 
motherfucking work. If you're looking at the body of this thing too, so she's compact, right? I already said that she's a little, she's smaller than like a red fox. Small, but she's also like sized down in every way. She's not just like like a mini red fox. Like her snout is proportionally shorter as well. I see um, that. Her legs are a little bit shorter, so she's a little bit more like a hot dog. Um, her ears. I would love to say something extremely offensive. Okay, yeah, let's go ahead and make time you can, for that. Maybe we can just bleep it later. Maybe mm. just don't include this. But my mm. first, <laughs> when you said that she was just like a little bit smaller than the red fox, I was just thinking. Yikes. <laughs> if anyone wanted to know what offensive thing Flora just, said, you're going to have to join patreon.com slash keeper chat because just, that went straight to the patrons. Yeah. Just bleep that. Um, we cannot say it on air. Just bleep that. Oh my God. That was... There, that was upsetting. That over top of it. <laughs> I'm calling the FBI. This has gone on long enough. <laughs> Someone needs to put this woman to stop. <laughs> Anyways, you're doing as I was it. saying, you're doing a little bit smaller. <laughs> She's a little bit smaller. Um, but her ears. Okay, I need everyone to direct their attention immediately to her ears. Look at how small they are. They're round. They're round the and they're small. And that is so important. Because with it being so chilly, she needs those shorter legs. She needs that shorter snout. She needs those small round ears. Because they're going to stay closer to her body, so they're going to stay warmer. She's going to have less of a risk of frostbite plinking her body parts off of her. Yeah, any longer, and they would turn black and fall off. (laughs) Exactly. not sustainable. You know what? (laughs) If I know one thing, it's not sustainable. So it is the perfect, it's the perfect form. She's got the perfect body in every way. In every way. <laughs> uh, so that's a really handy adaptation as well. Um, they have a number wow. of other things that they can do. It's great. But those are the main ones that I think are fun and that I wanted to talk about. Wow. For what do you think this animal eats? Little creatures. Yeah. Voles, ah. moles. <laughs> it's my diner's drive-ins and dives. Voles, moles, and holes. I don't know. And holes. Foles, moles, and she'll eat out a hole. Um, I think that that's true. She does. She does eat a bunch of little creatures. Um, for the most mm. part, well, she's an omnivore, but for the most part, she's going to eat like other animals and insects and things. like Omnivore. That. Yes. She'll However, take a salad if offered. If, eat I don't know about bar. offered. I think if you had a gun to her head, she would <laughs> eat a vegetable. <laughs> gotcha. Big difference. I think Big it's. Difference. I think it's a little less like. I'll order a side salad and more of like I'd rather die. It's like than my eat the meat garnish on my plate. Fell in grass, and so there's grass on my meat. Not, <laughs> not that I ordered a side salad. You're right. Fell asleep with my mouth open and a fucking flower flew in, and I swallowed it. Oops! I'm an omnivore now. I'm an omnivore. <laughs> That's exactly it. Do you want to guess maybe what their favorite food is? It's an animal that we've covered. It's a. Um, an animal that we as humans did real dirty. And <gasps> a lemming! <laughs> yes! That's exactly wow. it. Wow! I know. So they're definitely fond of a small rodent. And a lemming fits the bill, babe. Because all they have to do is stand at the edge of a cliff with their mouth open and they jump off into their mouths. They actually put Everyone their Everyone knows. <laughs> they dig their little front claws in. <laughs> their non-retractable front claws into the edge of a cliff. And they just open up their jaws. And so when the lemming jumps off, he's already mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Well, Disney open. is standing on the top of the cliff. And mm-hmm. he just is playing the carnival games, throwing lemmings into foxes' mouths. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That classic carnival game. That's right. Uh, <laughs> they do love Is a lemming. If they, okay, I already said, like, they'll eat a vegetable if they have to. But you know what they'll actually eat more of to avoid eating the vegetable? <laughs> Those moles and holes. Well, of course, of course. I mean, like, on obviously, like, another animal is going to oh. be, like, their jam. Oh, oh, oh. But oh, oh. if we're looking at the, like, spectrum of, like, I would love to eat another sentient being all the okay. way down to I would like to eat a bell pepper. What oh. do you think is just above that? Just above bell pepper? Yeah. Like a potato? Oh, that was a good question. I mean, it wasn't yes. a question. <laughs> <laughs> Your question was confusing, and you didn't know that means. You gave me an SAT question just now, and I need multiple two choice. Two trains are traveling at each other at 69 miles an hour. And it wasn't multiple choice. It's fill in the blank. And I, my palms started sweating. I didn't know. <laughs> the corner of one of the trains says to kill yourself. And so I, I thought about what I would How eat many like men right are now. On Flora's roof? <laughs> if someone offered it to me, what would I eat? So I answered. <laughs> Everyone black out the last 60 seconds. Um, uh, Arctic foxes also eat droppings of other animals. That's not a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what I meant. Is like oh. before they eat that vegetable, they're like, let me give this a shot. Vegetable is lowest on the totem pole. So wow. Like, I'm going to so go eat shit that is above. Yep. So voles, yes. voles, and holes. Holes is it. Yes, dude. Yes. I wasn't yes. wrong. You weren't wrong. But I wasn't <laughs> Everyone, right. make note. <laughs> Was never was right. But you were never right. Here's a fun little adaptation, too. So she's little, right? We talked about what she likes to eat. Lots of things like to eat her. Wolves are going to eat her. Uh, a golden eagle is going to come down and eat her. Wow. Um, a polar bear, definitely going to eat her. There's a lot of different things going on that are around that could eat her. So she's got to be sneaky. The dens and the burrows are helpful with that. But she also likes to live a little dangerously. And when times are hard and lemmings are scarce, sometimes she'll sniff out a polar bear and just follow them around while they're out hunting. Oh, And then she'll just kind of like keep a low profile. And then once the polar bear is done eating, she comes in and eats some of the scraps. A Disney movie. It could be Disney friends. It's cute. Uh, Enemies to lovers. Or enemies to secret stalker who eats your leftovers. Yeah. To a little scavenger, annoying little flea, flea creature. Yeah. Friends. It's, a, it's so cute, right? I like Disney that. I think it's fun. Friends. <laughs> and then when they are hunting lemmings, though, um, I think people have probably seen videos of like foxes doing that jump. That's very cute. And then they jump into the snow. If an Arctic fox is confident in the location of a lemming, it will also do that. Um, I think that's like a fox thing. So maybe it's just like all species of foxes. I don't want to generalize, but don't here we dare. are. <laughs> Uh, supposedly, allegedly, Arctic foxes can do that, um, as well. So they'll, like, listen to the lemmings underground the burrows. They'll kind of scout them out there. And then since they're wearing those boots with the fur, it also muffles their footsteps. So it's really handy for a predator in that situation. So fun. Last case scenario. No food around. Weather sucks. They don't want to go outside. They will just go and go to sleep for two weeks. They'll just, like, <laughs> hunker down in their den. And that's Nighty gonna- night! They're going to drop that basal metabolic rate, and they're just going to chill for about two weeks. As long as they're warm, they can do this, you know, for kind of as long as they need to in that period, and it helps them save energy so they don't really have to eat as much. Um, again, it's not a hibernation, but it's kind of don't similar you if you're thinking dare about call it, it that. in terms of, yeah. You know what? I've done that before, though. I'm like, it's dark. Uh, I'm bored. There's nothing else going on. I'm going to bed. <laughs> so... 
We've all been there. I think that that's very relatable. To aid in their predation, Arctifox have a very good sense of hearing. They also have a very good sense of smell. That's going to help them not only as they're hunting their own prey, but as they're keeping tabs on other predators in the area mm. um, to help themselves, but to also get their scraps. So that's Sniff super out that golden eagle handy. before it grabs <laughs> your ass. <laughs> Got a whiff of a stanky ass golden eagle. Where is he? Something around here stinking somewhere. out the place. <laughs> Somewhere around here that fucking stinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say when Flora's around. Yep. You can smell me coming a mile away. It's that a mile away. degree. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the stinkiest fucking stink. God, she's everywhere. Um, Flora, I do want you to look up a photo of an Arctic fox that is not in their winter pelage that has their like brown and gray coat because they're skinty, honey. They're skinty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think See? they're just like a little like plump ass sausage? No. no. It's when you all... get down to it. <laughs> That's what I say about Mulder is his hips do lie. Like he's yeah. not fat. He's just 99% covered in fur. He's made for the. Yeah. Winter Wonderland. <laughs> Winter Wonderland. That's so true. You could probably throw Mulder out into the Arctic. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, he would either well, thrive or die immediately. Right. It's There's no in between, though. He used to hang out in the snow. I used to live somewhere it snowed all the time. And we yeah. would go hang out in the backyard in the snow. He well, I'm sure he'd didn't be hate fine. It. He didn't hate it. He's also such a baby, though. I think if maybe he He's had you baby. waiting for him in a den, he would go. He's <laughs> a crabby. If, crab if he didn't, he'd be like, I small. I need my mother. I'm going to die. I need mommy's milk. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, conservation situation. The Arctic fox has Are they okay? considered. Yeah, they're actually <gasps> least concerned. Whoa, whoa! I know. So the IUCN Red List um, classified them as least concerned in 2004. But here's the but, big but. There are different populations in the, across the Arctic, and there's a Scandinavian mainland population, which mm. is itself endangered. Right. So just kind of Scandinavia. Is that an island? Is that what she said? It's an island. Um, or Scandinavia. No, it's a collection of areas. So it's Norway, Sweden, and Finland. Oh. It's estimated, actually, that the adult population in those really areas is fewer than 200 individuals. So that's not great. That's um, not enough. It's not enough, actually. So there's a lot of work being done to try to protect them, but also to try to protect the voles, moles, and holes, <laughs> as well right. as other things in there, yes. because obviously that's going to help um, improve those populations. Now, I saved conservation status for this point and reproduction for this point because they kind of go hand in hand um the arctic fox is one of well i mean all animals do this right if there's more food they're gonna have more babies that's how sure. it works but they are except particularly the more i eat the less babies <laughs> that's so true you become have. more barren by the minute <laughs> every <laughs> calorie consumed oh <laughs> that, yeah that womb becomes more hostile <laughs> pass me um, those oreo fins <laughs> Every Oreo thin she eats, she becomes more of an enemy to babies. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me stronger so I can fight off more babies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, their reproduction is specifically tied into their conservation because they do live in such a harsh climate that if food is scarce, they're going to have fewer babies, of course. But because they live in a harsh climate that's also going through global warming, they are getting kind of pushed out by other fox species. 
So as um, climate change continues to have its effect and their territories become smaller and smaller, then they're kind of like competing with other predators they wouldn't normally have to. So like the red fox is an example. Um, They're going to outcompete the arctic fox and they're going to lose their habitat because of it. So that all kind of ties into itself. I did read something absolutely insane so apparently during reproduction, they are they form monogamous pairs and then they breed and take care of their babes in their little burrows. Very cute. And I of think course. that lasts for like a couple weeks. And then after a couple months, the babies go out and start hunting with them. But um, standard, you know, standard pup stuff. But when they reproduce, they typically have, I think, like five pups in a litter after like 60 days, something along those lines. God, that's um, a lot for a tiny but- little body. Yes, I know. So they're small and they're having five pups. If food Peapod. is like plentiful, they can have 24 pups. At once? At once. Are they shitting <laughs> out a bean? There's no way. That's what I said. I was like, no, that can't be true. That can't that's, be right. That's crazy. That Someone edited the Wikipedia <laughs> with their be. fucking like... With their breeding kink, because there's no way. There's no <laughs> way. Kink. Someone with a breeding, excuse me, Wikipedia, someone with a breeding kink updated, updated your Arctic this. Fox page. Is there are nuts? I refuse. That's insane to me. That's insane to me. That's Kiwi vibes. She's 99% baby and 1% it can't, herself I know. anymore. It can't, there's never a situation How big where do they come out? They have to be the size is- of a chapstick. <laughs> There is no reality in which she's eating enough food to pop out 24 babies out of no. her tiny body. No, who the fuck wrote that? That's insane. If they're bigger than a chapstick, I don't believe it. If no. they're a marsupial, if she's half marsupial, fine. Shit out 24 fucking garbanzo beans. Do whatever it's you insane. want. It's insane. It's insane. Some, um, How many titties article- does she have? <laughs> That's not Girl. even have titties. They're like rotating titties. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't know. She's got amalgam- titties. Horrible <laughs> amalgamation of titties on her bottom half of her body. It's insane to me. Fluff on the bottom, just tits. Tits all, all the way down. She is a womb and tits, and the rest of her are her ears and her nose and her peats, and that's it. God. I couldn't believe that. I know it's absolutely. Oh I'm looking at this mind blowing pile of arctic fox kits at the como zoo and there's nine of them which is already disgustingly oh an they're so cute amount. though aren't they they're so cute they're adorable nine yeah apparently some researchers uh came across of uh, an arctic fox den that had 18 pups sorry okay because That's someone else much. she was babysitting come on <laughs> did they not understand there's no there's no way Apparently lemmings were abundant I that year. I refuse to believe. Girl. <laughs> she became the lemming. There's no way. <laughs> I know. That drives me bananas. I wish I didn't hear this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Another way, though, that this is – it ties into the conservation situation. No, I'm very... not done. That okay. – that, watching that man die and then and learning this today are the two biggest beacons in my life. Like the, cha- the turning points. <laughs> We've changed your trajectory again. It was that one, and now this. The two pillars. Oh, no. She's forming her newest form. <laughs> it's happening. I'm no. spiraling. I need to take a no. nap after this to recharge. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin your day. <laughs> um, Unreal. Another thing that ties in to their conservation situation comes down to their like social situation as well. And it's one of the reasons that they think that the Arctic fox has remained 
like least concern for as long as they have. Um, and they're one of a perfect examples of what's known as kin selection in um, evolution. So it's an evolutionary strategy that basically ensures that your family members have reproductive success, even if this comes at your own reproductive cost. Um, and it ensures Whoa. that your familial genes are carried on, even if you yourself don't have any offspring. Fuck so that. kin selection is super handy if you are like the Arctic Fox and you have a potential where food is not reliable and you need to make sure that regardless of your own personal situation, you kind of all survive. So it's like that's where you get a lot of um, like allosocial parenting and you get a lot of, you know, babysitting and different foxes looking out for each other in like a communal social setting. Babysitting? So out. With her 18 <laughs> children that are hers. One, Confirm. listen, one, one female Arctic fox has... 52 pups and then the rest of the group is like well we gotta help her out there's only one arctic <laughs> fox that has any babies yeah. and she has them they're all like, at once they're like well she's the only one that rolled the die and got 52 babies so um let's make them nice and healthy <laughs> um so yeah it's kind of cute you've got like a little social situation going on they're raising the kits it's very it's very adorable so anyways, it ties into their um, conservation in a cool way. Obviously, for those populations in different colonies that are, what am I trying to say, are critically endangered oh, um, okay. in Scandinavia, there's a lot of effort being done to help with that. Climate change, as I mentioned, is a big one. So they're trying to make sure that there are sectioned off territories where there is um, separation of the different species, so they're not outcompeting each other. Um, there's also obviously work being done to ensure that the Arctic fox has plenty of access to dens and, you know, plenty of access to food, all that kind of stuff. We, we've been, what well, this is what, our 200th animal episode. You all know how Everyone conservation works it. at this they point. They get it. They get it's it. It's the same shit, different day. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so I do have a few Arctic foxes in media I want to talk about. Wow. Number one. This is actually, <laughs> no, this is the only Arctic fox that I could find in media, to be honest. It's from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic series. <laughs> it featured what? a character called Alopex, which was an Arctic fox ninja. And of that course. is so fucking clever because Alopex was the original like taxonomical name for Arctic fox. So they did their research. Kudos to them. Kudos to the TMNT comic publishing company for doing their Arctic fox research. Oh, we love to see it. She looks bad the fuck ass, too. <laughs> I know. She's got thick Isn't thighs. That crazy. Those thighs are unreal. Well, probably doing squats. And they needed someone needed to calm down when they were driving that. Drawing that. <laughs> Actually, someone listen. Chillax. <laughs> someone is on the same wavelength as me. Chillax. Like, someone same knows one what who edited like. that fucking Wikipedia article. <laughs> someone has a breeding cake, just like me. And then there's also a Pokemon. You watched. The Alolan Pokemon. Oh, I Pokemon. did watch the Alolan Pokemon show. Yeah. So there was Snowy, which is an Alolan Vulpix. Yes. Like the main bitch who has the most annoying voice. That was hers. <laughs> She's so annoying. She's the one that they um, ship like Ash with. Okay. And she was, she's scared of Pokemon. It's like the dumbest thing. Oh, Lily. no. She's scared of Pokemon and she can't touch them. And her voice was so annoying. And she has Snowy. Poor Snowy has to deal with this woman who hates yeah, her. Yeah, who hates her. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. 
Um, she looks exactly like a Vulpix. If you've seen it before, she's just white. And she's got, like, ice mm-hmm. abilities. Yeah, um, so she's ice type for sure, for sure. Ice type, yeah. If you wanted to know... <laughs> Apparently on Bulbapedia, it lets you know how long a Pokemon spends in their egg. <laughs> oh my god, really? Um, so apparently so Snowy spent five episodes in her egg. In case anyone out she there was like... She didn't want to come like, out because Lily's a bitch. It wouldn't hang out with her. Waiting to write this down. Yeah. They're like, I need it out. <laughs> I watched it in English and I don't know. It's, just, it's one of those voices where it's like, oh, my name's Lily and I'm afraid of Pokemon. And it's like, don't I hear that every time? That was pretty good. Hear that every time. Laura, you should go into voice acting. Uh, can you imagine? We'll break the sound barrier. <laughs> that would be awful. Of everyone's I would, ears every episode. I would leave the earth. Um, the last <laughs> shout out I want to give. I know this is going to go over your head because you don't watch Drag Race. But uh, anyone who watched season 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race knows that Denali, the drag queen, <laughs> kind of gives me Arctic Fox vibes because her first look, she came out in like a puffy Arctic Fox-esque um, suit with a whip, like a white whip braid ponytail, <gasps> and um, and the ice, ice skates. skates. Oh my god, <laughs> it's a it's a very good look. And um, when I saw the Arctic Fox, I immediately thought of her. So shout out to Denali. <laughs> That's amazing. Was she walking in those ice skates? Even yeah, and she was lip syncing in them. If you can believe it. No, they're way more talented than I. Can they ever have so. so much talent. It's insane. Uh, so that's the Arctic Fox. Thank you all for joining us this week. I'll hit you with a quick TLDL this week. Don't throw we covered- your notes away. <laughs> I burned them already. I ate them when you were speaking. Um, the Arctic Fox we covered is a uh, small fox native to the Arctic region okay. of the Northern Hemisphere. Literally brain emptied. I threw my notes away mentally. <laughs> Um, they are technically omnivores in the uh, carnivore family they're canids but they do uh, prefer to eat small rodents and their favorites are lemmings they have a number of adaptations that help them withstand the very cold temperatures so they got thick coat little ears small snoot puffy feet and things they can do with their blood Um, so that's fun they are hunted by a lot of different things polar bears like to eat them Um, they have a crazy amount of pups and they live in dens underground and generally, they're doing okay, conservation-wise. But in some places, they're critically endangered. We covered some in media, including <laughs> Pokemon, um, a very sexy version in TMNT com- comics, as well as a drag queen. So we covered all of our bases. And that's all I have to say on that. Hope you're all having a great week. Uh, remember to follow us on social media. We sometimes post on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we also always accept fan mail and Q&D questions at mm-hmm. keeperchat at gmail.com. If you want to hear whatever the horrible fuck thing Flora said earlier in this episode was, you can do that at patreon.com slash keeperchat. That's also a place that you can join us in our different patron tiers. If you want to get a shout out on the show, like our three winners at the beginning, you can join our grinding tier, $10 a month. That also gives you access to our Discord server where Flora says even more upsetting things. And so you can kind of just tap that right into your bloodstream as often as you need it. Mm-hmm. If you join our $5 a month tier... You get access to our bonus episodes, just like our Grime Gangs do, and you also get to vote on the types of animals we talk about each week. So there are a few different options. All of them are pretty expensive, and I would say what you get out of them is priceless. I um, agree. And also useless. So if that's something you're also interested agree. in, <laughs> sign up there. If you rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Podchaser, we will donate $5 to the conservation organizations of our patrons' choice. Ta-da. No one has done this in 75 years. 75 so if you years. want us to just... I guess never donate to conservation again. Keep doing what you're doing. If you'd like that to change, do something else. 
<laughs> Thank you. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. In two weeks' time, Flora's going to come back at you with something horrible, no doubt. And I can't wait to hear what it is. Um, Yay. Slay. Bye. Until then, I'll tell you later. <laughs>